For many, Memorial Day marks the beginning of summer, and as our nation remembers the sacrifices made on behalf of our liberty, we also take a moment to celebrate our friends, our family, and our freedom. This week, Noah and I discuss how St. Charles County celebrated Memorial Day. We've got updates on a brand new park in St. Charles City, and we have a few chances upcoming to get outside and enjoy some great food and music. I'm Sam Sapa, and this is the St. Charles County Correspondent. Welcome back to the St. Charles County Correspondent. I'm Sam Sappa, along with my co-host, as always, Noah Brandt. Noah, how are you today? Sam, I'm good, my man. How are you? I uh, hope you're having a good week. I, you know, it's just, just you and I today. I had such, we had such a great time talking to Angie last week, uh, but excited to, uh, to talk about our great topics today. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Angie had a great story to share with us last week, and we'll get to her event coming up in the podcast. She's unveiling their own sangria can line down in augusta at noble ice noble ice rather she corrected noble us noble ice yeah she corrected us on how to say it we now we we're, we have the inside scoop here noble ice vineyard <laughs> uh we'll be down there i hope this friday evening but but i'm doing well and i'm excited to, to talk about some things in st charles this week Sam, we were actually together, so I might know the answer to this question, but how did you celebrate Memorial Day? No, I was at the O'Fallon Memorial Day ceremony right there at uh, Veterans Memorial, just off of Highway K, really, and I thought it was an incredible event. It was well attended. What was what was your take on Memorial Day? Yeah, it was fantastic. We've talked about that uh, Veterans Memorial Walk here in O'Fallon. We have. Before, we talked about it on our very first podcast episode with guests, uh, with the gentleman at the O'Fallon VFW. Uh, but it's it's such a treasure, such a gem. It's an amazing place, uh, day or night. At nighttime, it's fun, too, because you get to see the eternal flame uh, glowing so bright. But this ceremony was just uh, just terrific. Uh, you know, we there a gold a gold star mom spoke uh, from right here in the community about her son's service to the country and her loss and how that loss informs uh, her her priorities and why she cares so much about the community and about the country. Uh, you know, guy, I love when the, the color guard guys you know shoot the rifles in the air. That was that was a lot of fun, and uh, it was just you know it was a somber time. But I think that's something that so many veterans and those with family who they've lost through uh, through fighting for our freedom, what they'll talk about is how it's important on Memorial Day to remember those sacrifices. But it's also important to to like to live your life that day because that's what the men and women died for. They didn't they didn't die just for everyone to be sad all the time. It's important to memorialize their valor. Uh, but they fought and died so that we could continue living uh, in this great country, you know? I, I couldn't say it any better. I think that you summarize it perfectly. And we mentioned on the podcast last week that Memorial Day is different than Armed Service Day or Veterans Day. Veterans Day is for folks that have served. Armed Forces are for the, is the day where folks are currently right, serving. They're wearing right. uniforms. But Memorial Day is is that day where we honor those who gave their last full measure of devotion. Hearing the the Gold Star Mother really really touched my heart. I mean, I, it's it's so somber to think about somebody, usually a young man, a young woman, yep. uh, nineteen. He was twenty two. She said twenty two years old. Yep, uh, far away from home, giving their lives for for somebody 
that they've never met for future generations, somebody that they've other people that they haven't met just so that we could go out, we could speak freely, we can gather, we can assemble. And I think it's so it's so important for us Americans. And, what, what amazes me about it, it's Sam, too, is just that when these when these people, you know, when the Gold Star Mother spoke, and I've talked to, I've talked to a lot of people who have lost family members, or close friends, you know, there's such little bitterness, right? It's so easy to lose someone. I mean, I've lost people close to me. I'm sure you have too, Sam. To be bitter about it, uh, and obviously they're sad, and they and they want their memory to live on. But they understood that the cause that they fell for is is worth fighting for each and every time. I, I, that's beautifully put. And I think St. Charles County recognized that on Monday, Noah, because the best part of the ceremony, as soon as she was announced, the whole the whole crowd got to their feet. It was, it was they gave her a standing yes. ovation. Love and that. I I think there were over 200 people easily in attendance, maybe 250. And it was a really, really like a fitting tribute. And uh, our, our hearts go out to her and her family. And we're so grateful for, for what her son did for us. Sam, you and I were talking after the event. That was such a great show of patriotism. But it's it's important, you know, patriotism doesn't have a partisan affiliation. You know, patriotism you know, doesn't vote for president or put a yard sign out. Uh, patriotism is just love for your country. And love for your country means love for the people in it, right? And respect for the sacrifices that people have made to defend it. And so, you know, I think the next big patriotic holiday we have coming up, of course, is July 4th, Independence Day. And uh, there's going to be so many great things to cover on the St. Charles County Correspondent leading up to that. But I hope that people, there are in here in the county, there are great organizations and events going on to celebrate the country, the people in it, the sacrifices made for it. So I hope that more and more people sort of uh, use those opportunities and really celebrate I do too. In St. Charles County, the last thing I think I'll say about this is St. Charles County is such a young county. We have so many young families and making sure that the, the next generation, those young people come up and they see their folks Yes. celebrating and and honoring those who've given yep. of course in in today's environment it's hard sometimes it's hard to get united on things but i think the one thing if nothing else is the fact that we live in the greatest country in the history of the world and uh we're in the heart of that country we're we're in the midwest in st charles county and i think it's important and that's one of the reasons we wanted to come together on this podcast and sort of help inform people about what's going on in their community and speaking about that no we have something coming up that I really want to talk about. St. Charles City is unveiling a new park development. I want to talk about this a little bit because they mm. need our help. Not not you and me, no. We, our opinions don't really matter. Uh, but, but they need <laughs> our audience's help because they bought, here's what happened. The city of St. Charles bought 98, 96 acres up in the Orchard Farm School District. So this is North St. Charles County. And it's purchased by the city of St. Charles, their Parks and Rec Department. And they need input on what exactly they want to put in this park. I think if you go to their website, stcharlesparks.com, you can see the master plan, the draft master plan, but they have a couple of events coming up and they want folks to input basically on what they think this park should be. A couple of things I'm looking at their website right now. They want a family area, a field house, you know, for a recreation space for indoor outdoor folks. They want a bike park. They want a lake there, green space, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that bike park, Sam. That's I'm, I'm going to read this little graph they have on it. A unique amenity for the park system, this area can provide bicycle activities for a variety of skill levels as well as host special events. RC car or other compatible activities may be considered for this amenity area as well. That's like remote-controlled cars. Wow. That sounds fun. I, I need to go get one. Those RV, those RC cars, uh, I'm looking on the website here. I mean, 
the June 6th is when the survey ends. So if you're if you're listening to this now, we're recording before June 6th. So go to the website, stcharlesparks.com. And uh, I'm in Wentzville. You're in O'Fallon. So it's not too far away to just hop down Highway 70 and be there. But this, I think, couples perfectly with Darting Prairie. They're putting together a new park. They, they're expanding on their little their bike park back there behind the movie theater. And St. Charles County now, a 100-acre park, I think, is... I mean, is this the largest park in the county? I don't even know. It's it's going to be big. I know that you know. The, the, another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, an event go, event going on at Sports Park in O'Fallon, and that's a ninety five acre park. I wow. know, but I think I mean a hundred acres. It, you know, it, especially I bet you in St. Charles City, it's going to seem even bigger too, because St. Charles City is a little bit denser. Sure. Uh, so having a hundred acre, acre park is going to seem huge. Well, and you know, Kurt Barr, one of our our uh, guests a couple weeks ago, talked about this. You see a lot of expansion going west, but you know, this is unique, Noah. I think because this is expansion going north, the orchard farm school district is up by newtown area and that's mm. north st charles so i, I think right, this is right. great we're seeing development not only westward but also northward and i think this is fantastic i i'm gonna go vote in the uh at least share my opinion on the survey you have till june 6th to do that it ends on sunday june 6th but go ahead and check that out at stcharlesparks.com and let the folks department know what you want to see in this park and hopefully uh noah and i can go uh, with our families and have a picnic there in a couple of years when it's done. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, something coming up just this Friday, if you want to go do something fun at a park and not wait a few years, is uh, at Sports Park in O'Fallon, they're doing the food truck frenzy. Uh, and they do it a couple times in the summer. They're doing it again in August. But this Friday on the 4th, from 5.30 to 8.30, they're having like wow. 10 food trucks. They're having an inflatable obstacle course. They're having music by Steve Ewing lead singer of the urge a very cool name for a band uh but the the some of these food trucks i've had some of these i know there's there's the doughboys wood-fired pizza i've had that before uh but they're having they're having wing nut they're having beer outside truck o soup which is a great name for a food truck truck what do you think they serve in that truck (laughs) i don't i think they i think they serve trucks i don't know (laughs) i think they they probably serve some good soup because that's the same day the fourth Yep, Shay, I would love some shaved ice, some moving munchies, Angie Burger, Thai Jasmine, Wayno's Mobile International Cuisine. Wow. Or if that's owned by Adam Wainwright, it goes by Wayno. Or another Wayno. Uh, it does. And that's that's on the 4th, Sam. I know that that's the same day as the event that Angie plugged last week at Noble Ice Winery where they're launching Swirl. But this could be, you know, maybe uh, you take your kids at... Uh, at 5.30 to this event, then you also go to the Noble Ice event. You know, maybe the kids would enjoy the obstacle course and uh, a good truck-o-soup. So that's going to be a really good time I feel like uh, this coming Friday. food trucks are sort of a lost art, especially out in the suburbs. Like, don't they have food trucks all over the place in the city? I think of like, I think of food trucks, I think of, like, Soulard, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I know that St. Louis uh, City County sort of partnered to open up like a food truck court in Afton uh, last year where it's sort of just like a big parking lot they've made uh, with the infrastructure to support these food trucks. And they come uh, a couple times a week. But I think it's pretty cool to have some of these food trucks from from St. Charles County uh, right in O'Fallon to uh to serve the people and i think it's you know nothing beats like being at the park like it's i, I mean if it's if the weather's this friday is going to be anything like it's been it's probably going to be pretty mild you know in the 60s or 70s and uh you know let let the kids go jump on the bounce house listen to the music bring some long chairs 
maybe get a get a get, chunk get of a soup. soup from a truck. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> so, I, so it sounds I like it could and be I better. I think that you know this summer has been tremendously mild. We were at the Memorial Day ceremony on Monday, and you know I was out in the sun, but I didn't even feel it. I think it was maybe seventy degrees on Monday, which I I think is rare because usually I'm always like dying of uh, you know heat. It seems like in on these on these summer holidays. So I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind the, the mildness. And I, I know that even some people who have, uh, you know, pools, usually by this time, the pools are, you know, pretty warm because it's so hot out. But it's like I, I was talking to a friend who has a pool and their pool is still, you know, 60, 65 degrees just because it hasn't been that hot outside. So it's still the pool, pool is still pretty cold. But uh, I'll, I'll take the mild summer uh, as long as it wants to give it to us, because I feel like before yeah, we know it, it's going to be hot over to for a pool that you got to decline it until their to water temperature reaches a mild 70. Uh that's right. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say that I need to bring my heated vest you're, you're in the pool. Your uh, yeah, it's exactly well. That's right, Sam. You, you you were talking to me earlier about some updates on a few transportation projects uh, through Modot. Tell us about that. Yeah, I feel like I'm. It's a it's a niche here because I really am fascinated by just the the road infrastructure programs that happen in the county. I don't know if you're anything like me, but when you're driving down like 364 and you're driving through Cottleville. I was remarking to my wife, I'm like, you know, that exit didn't used to be there. That's new. Uh, so I always it's find these, I find these, mo- yeah, they pop out of nowhere, Noah. I feel like these uh, our updates are fascinating. So one of the big ones, it, we talked about this on our newsletter, but the I-70 Cave Springs Fairground, they are taking that entire intersection out. It's 70 in Cave Springs, and they're making it a roundabout. Uh, I don't know if you've been up over to, uh, what is it, the Church Street exit on 70. They're trying to really sure. bring these roundabouts back, and they're going to put one right there uh, right there at Cave Springs. It's going to basically mirror the Mid-Rivers one. And so there's, they're thinking that is going to happen hopefully soon. They're gonna, they've been talking about you know the community involvement plan here, and hopefully they begin construction soon. Another big one, we reported on this too, they're going to close the exits at Lake St. Louis Boulevard for an interchange. Uh, so it looks like they're they're going to begin. Well, they began two weeks ago, May 19th, according to the website. So there'll be a two-mile detour there on 70. So beware. If you're trying to get to the lake, you may want to pick an exit before or after, maybe hit Bryan Road uh, and avoid what do you, what what do you think of these roundabouts, Sam? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if my opinion of roundabouts is politically correct. I might just be dumb, but uh, they kind of freak me out. What do you, do you like roundabouts? Uh, you know, I feel like I've got some practice a little bit, I guess, since I've lived here. There's one roundabout I use at Prospect Rose on 40 a lot. Um, you know, it's the thing for me though is slowing down, because in the roundabout you're coming off the ramp, and it's like you know what, I don't need to stop. This is a roundabout. I'm just going to coast right in. So oftentimes I find myself braking too hard before i get to the roundabout when i'm like oh wow this this happened really fast i need to stop yeah i i just i don't know you know maybe if i if i drive on them more they'll seem less foreign there, there's a great youtube guy have you ever heard of austin no. mcconnell is he like on youtube so he's he's a youtuber based out in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, so a little bit outside of St. Charles County, but we, we Missouri still gets to claim him. And he makes interesting YouTube videos about different things. But sometimes he talks about infrastructure, and he did a like a twenty minute long, really informative YouTube video on what's called the Diverting Diamond huh. Exchange. The Diverting Diamond. I, have you ever heard of I've heard not, of one no. of these? So there, it's like it's this traffic implement uh, similar to a roundabout, but it's sort of for a little bit more high-speed traffic, especially coming on or off the interstate. And apparently Springfield, Missouri is where they built the very first one, and now they're building uh, dozens of them. 
uh, across the country. And you've definitely driven on the one in Springfield. It's the one, I, what, I think it's called, what, Battlefield Highway or something? It's the one, like, right by the, sure. the mall. It's, like, the main interchange in Springfield. You know, I think what would be a fun job is I could be a interstate uh, exit ramp test driver, you know? Just sort of your mm-hmm. everyman taking yeah. a ramp. And uh, I can say, you know what, we need to fix this. I think that'd be a cool job. I think it would be, and I, I definitely I, I appreciate the fight to sort of extinguish the traffic light, or at least make many less of them, which I know what all these uh, interchanges and roundabouts are all about. It's about to keep the traffic moving, even if it's at a low speed. Uh, but I, I don't know. We got to get it through my caveman brain. You know, I like the red stop green. Well, <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about it more because uh, St. Charles County. We say it all the time: fastest growing community in the state of Missouri. People are moving west. And if you're if you're like me and you're driving Winsfield Parkway at like four o'clock on a Tuesday, uh, man, it is it can be tight bumper to bumper. And uh, I think I think the idea what they're trying, you know, keeping the traffic moving, it's a good idea, but it's going to take some practice. You know, you know, Sam, a quick food question for you. Uh, Earlier in the week, I went to go pick up some Emo's pizza. Uh, out at the Emos, that's I guess maybe is that technically in O'Fallon or Darden Prairie? You have to correct me. Maybe even Lake St. Louis. And uh, I saw you and your family were outside eating at the Sugar Fire, connected to the Emos. Uh, so the ha- the question has to be: uh, on most days, of course, there's exceptions, but on most days, would you rather get Emos or? Sugar you know, Fire? I got to tell people, Bono and I do not stalk each other. I mean, we go to one event and then they go to another <laughs> place, and it's like, oh, there's no ones. You know. It, I yeah, we were sitting there on the porch, and I'm like, I think that's Noah. I think you were singing at some point. Yeah, you know, singing something. I was. I was. Jam- I was jamming in the car. Windows down. It, it was. It was. So if, if you see if you see Noah, give him a wave, and then you know you can join him in chorus. I think uh, it depends on the day. There is nothing better no. than most pizza uh, for for a party. Yeah. But man, in the summer, barbecue just is just what we needed after Memorial Day. So that's where we went on Monday. But man, it's a fifty fifty toss up for me. How about you? Have you had the, have, you know, usually I go emos, but I also love sugar fire. Have you, have you had the Provel bites no, emos before? No, what is that? Just delicious. They're just, it's the Provel cheese, you know, a St. Louis staple uh, that's uh, cut in little pieces and fried no. up, you know, so it's like sort of like a mozzarella huh. stick, but made out of Provel, a great, a great St. Louis treasure uh, for the area that is almost impossible to find anywhere else. Uh, you know, my parents spend uh, some of the year out in Florida these days, and my mom always says that one of the toughest things is she can't get any Pro right. Bell cheese. Well, that's true, and I'm surfing, you know, the shop, the, the aisles at Walmart, and um, Dogtown Pizza is something that I really like. It's a local pizza. Yeah. It's sort of like Emo's, and if you want a frozen pizza for 5 bucks, that is the that's the way to go. Uh, what pizza did you get on Memorial Day? Deluxe. I I got a, a, a sausage. Just sausage. It, just, it was a sausage pizza. We got some Provel bites, some toasted ravioli. You know, here's the thing. I like toppings on pizza, but I prefer one or two. I do not like when there's like 50 separate toppings because you get less of each topping and it's a little crowded. You know what no. I mean? I'd rather get a sort of succinct message from one I don't topping that. than 20 different. No, I don't you know? understand that at all. I. You just pack. You 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 want anchovies and olives and you, I, I you want, want the it all. deluxe. I want you know the supreme. That's you know it's a pizza. It's a meal. You know you want as many groups on that slice as you can. I can't get past olives on a pizza, Sam. Uh, you know, Sam. Something we do every week here. You know, we just talk about something that makes us smile. And I think we've talked about a lot of things that can make us smile today. But you got to pick something new, Sam. What's been making you smile this week? You know, I'm. 
here's what is making me smile this week. St. Charles City just announced that their municipal band is back together. This is their, no, it's their 151st season, and it begins on June 3rd. If you're listening to this before, after June 3rd, June 3rd is when it starts at the Lewis and Clark Boathouse Museum. If you've ever driven down 5th Street and then hung a right on Main Street, you know there's that open grassy knoll with like a pavilion. That's where they perform, and it's free to the public. Bring your lawn chair. And uh, I, I grew up uh, listening to some big band. I love my band sound, band music. Noah, you and I went to the Muni uh, not too long ago to see Meet Me in St. Louis. I feel like that's the kind of music that really is, is, is Americana, so to speak. That's right, man. That's, that's the music of your childhood, man. Ragtime, the early that's 1900s. It. Yeah, Scott Joplin, a St. Louis <laughs> native. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I can't wait to go. That That's what's making me smile. What about you? Yeah, well, you know, you you, you kind of you scooped me a little bit, but I was going to say the Muni is making me smile. Uh, this this isn't in St. Charles County, but it's just just a little bit of a drive down the highway, and it's, it's always worth it. You know, last year the season was canceled like so many things, uh, but this year it's coming back with a vengeance. Uh, everything's coming back, the normal seats, the free seats, which are such a great service. And, uh, you know, I, I, me and my wife are maybe hoping to see The Sound of Music is there or uh, Chicago, the musical. Uh, we love musicals in our household. And uh, we absolutely, the Muni is the definition of world class. And uh, it's really just a great thing. So we're hoping to get back there soon. This summer. What is the all time greatest show on stage? Is this like the same thing that is playing in Broadway on Broadway, these stage performances? Well, are, are you saying that w- which shows are coming to the Muni? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What, what's, what are you going to see? I think, I you know, so usually I think the Muni does seven or eight shows, at least six, six or seven or eight. This season, they've cu- they've cut it down. I think they're doing four or five uh, because they've shortened the season. Because I think that when they first started, they you know, I, I think most people probably would feel comfortable going to a Muni show now. Yeah. But I think when they, when they were planning this, you know, around Christmas, they didn't know if people were going to feel comfortable this early in June. So usually they start kind of at the end of June, but now they're not starting until... Uh, like uh, the middle middle of July, I think, and so we're really excited to hopefully see the Sound of Music, which is a great one. There's a you know a movie with Julie Andrews, uh, and then also Chicago is a fantastic musical. Uh, but they're you know the, the Muni just does such a great job because obviously there are musicals on Broadway, which are a lot of fun. That's sort of like the tip top most professional things. And then these Broadway shows send out touring companies, is what they're called, which they're like you know pretty much comparable to the Broadway casts and those those touring companies are what play at like the fox theater in downtown st louis you tracking i am i'm following you there okay that makes sense yep and then the muni itself literally puts that what makes them so impressive is they're not just hosting a touring show like the fox they are putting together their own casts their own orchestra their own directors their own sets everything is done in-house so they you know they pay the the licensing company to license the musical but then everything else they're doing themselves so it's like the most wow. it's the most professional show in the midwest that is being put on by a midwestern production company you know they're not just hiring an out-of-town cast which is also great to tour they are creating it themselves and they do it all you know they pretty much create the shows in three weeks put them on for a week and it's done it's almost like saturday night live you know they write it and put it on in a week and uh, the muni just does such professional terrific work well, Noah, it's been great talking with you. For those at home, if you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review wherever you listen, and you can tell a friend about us. And you can also subscribe to this podcast, but also our weekly newsletter, which you can find at sccc.substack.com. That's sccc.substack.com. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, drop us an email. That's sccorrespondent at gmail.com. 
Com. I'm Sam Saffa along with Noah Brandt. Until next time, thanks for listening to the St. Charles County Correspondent.